Reflection. Today is episode 101, not to be confused with a course, but literally 101, the fine print. What about it? Well, there's fine print on a lot of things, namely contracts. Let's see, what do we have a contract for that we buy that's a big purchase? Cars. Let's talk about cars. My brother sold cars for many years of his life, cars, trucks, whatever. So I have a very unique perspective on the inside of dealerships. Now, I say this because my sister's in the process of buying a car and she hates it and she never liked it. And it's not, it's like buying shoes. It's annoying. You have to try a lot on. It might not be what you think, you know, but uh, it's a lot less, um, well, shoes are a lot less stressful, <laughs> but it, there's just certain things that it might as well be buying a house at this point because cars are so expensive now that they're almost up to the point of costing as much as a house, which is kind of scary. And they are extremely integrated with paperwork, which is funny because they still actually print paperwork. And it's that extremely long piece of paper that's a triplicate copy. It makes me laugh because there's still typewriters in car dealerships and still old school dot matrix printers in car dealerships. Um, and you know, then there's always the hidden fee situation and the fine print, right? So I was just always taught you ignore that. You're not going to pay it. You ignore it. Um, and a lot of people go to a dealership and there are those people and God bless them. Cause I would never do it, but there's a lot of people that go to a dealership and they're just like, Hey, I want that car. And whatever the person tells them, they buy it. And that's that. And there's no questions asked. I would never do that. Um, sticker price wiggle room, but it turns into what? a haggling fest and nobody wants to do that. And I think that as things have gone up so much and earth is just become this boiling, melting pot, angry cesspool of too much for too little, um, people are angry. So all of a sudden you start to see, oh, well, there's this document fee or there's this you know, if you want this package, it's this fee, or if you want the extra thing, it's this. And I get it if you're looking for specialty equipment, and that was always the case. But to even say, uh, you know, we don't do um, spare tires anymore, or you wanted a seatbelt extender, or, you know, something basic, or we don't, we're not going to be in the cover anymore, or you, you can't get that alloy package. Some things that were just even like a pinstripe, some of those were not even a problem. They weren't negotiable. It was just something you did, something a dealer would throw in to make the sale go through. And now it's almost like uh, Saturn is no more. And I always thought there was a reason for that. But Saturn's used to be, here's all the stuff. Here's what it costs. You tell us what you want, build a car. Here's the price, which in some level was probably good. And in others, it was was bad. Um, but again, they, they cease to exist and probably for a reason. So now I think you see things like Carvana and Carfax and Vroom and all these different uh, car sense, car brain, fill in the car word, and their responses to the people that are sick of dealing with dealers and buying a car the traditional way. I rather enjoy the look of the haggle um, because I'm used to it and I saw the inside of it from my brother and thankfully have friends on the inside from as far back as, as he or people that, you know, I got to know that are trustworthy and would tell me, ah, now, you know, the car really costs this, this is what we're going to do, a fair trade-in price if you have one, et cetera, et cetera. 
Um, but there's a lot of people that aren't like that and more so than not. And a lot of uninformed people or they just hate it and they get you so riled up that you just want the transaction over with because, you know, you need a car. Your car died, you need a new car, and there's a certain urgency to it. So it's like the act now or it's going to go away, almost like a bad infomercial. And that's when the turning point comes to really trip people up and get them angry and make them not happy about anything. Um, so I think all these other car companies that are just buying and selling used cars, really because things went up so much, I mean, I've looked at some vehicles that are upwards of $88,000 to $100,000. I never in my life thought that I would be talking about a standard truck or a car that would be $88,000 to $100,000. We're talking like Ford's Lincolns. We're not, you know, uh, I mean, the Navigator has gone up so much in, in just since uh, everything went crazy with the pandemic. And I'm sure that played a part. But I just am at the point where I'm like, look, we're over that. Everything needs to stop it. Come down. Be normal. And everybody just snap out of it because the U S and earth is not in a good way right now. And one of the ways that you could see it sort of manifesting itself violently is the car thing. People are either not buying them or they're buying them through third party, or they're just taking their chances on a used vehicle from uh, a private sale or auto trader places like that. And, and not that they're not reputable companies. It's just that the race away from the dealership is abundant because nobody wants to deal with it. Nobody wants to deal with the double talk. Nobody wants to deal with hidden fee. Got to check this. Oh, what about this contract? And it's always there. It's always there. Whether or not that person utilizes that tactic, it's still something that is printed on that page. Um, and I think it comes down to scruples. Obviously, they work on commission and sure, they want to make something, but there's fair wage, if you will, versus um, just trying to gouge people for different things. And then there are people that are more and less um, scrupulous than, than uh, in each place. So you kind of have to shop around for the human that's going to sell you the car that you want uh, more so than even the car these days. And um, it's less and less people buying uh, at all and fewer people purchasing new cars because, you know, it depreciates immediately. If you buy a house, it's like the other direction. And it's almost the same amount of paperwork. Honestly, I don't think I've ever gotten out of a car dealer purchasing a new or used car or even a lease ever in less than four or five hours, ever. Um, it's just the way it is because there's, you got to do this and you got to sign that. And you got to, you know, what do you want? And yeah, I'm like a warranty person too. And that's another factor that goes into it. But it's just one of those miserable experiences that people don't want to do. It's like going to the dentist, buying a new car. Mm, I don't know. And I feel bad for dentists as well. But there are some really good ones out there, just like there's some really good car dealers out there. It's just finding them, utilizing them. And then, as I say to everyone, once you find a loyal person that's honest, you hold on with both hands and you don't let go because you want to go back and utilize that person or that dealership forever. Um, same with the mechanic. You know, you could find all sorts of mystery things wrong with your car when you bring it to the dealership. And when a mechanic that's uh, outsourced or third party looks at it, suddenly some of those things aren't a problem. <laughs> so, um, it's just a nightmare and it's one of those things that people hate. And I just brought it up because my sister's going through it now and uh, it's not a quick thing. It's not like walk in, go to the lot. I want that one. Okay, see you. Bye-bye. It's always got to be some back and forth or is it available? Do you want this? What, you know, uh, paperwork, paperwork. And it's almost as much paperwork as buying a house, yet the house appreciates, the car doesn't. And 
at least an inspector is involved in the house where there's a new car. You just assume because it's new, obviously it's going to be okay. But there have been lemons. There have been lemons. We won't talk about my sister's old Granada in the 80s. <laughs> or if it's a used car, they run it through a gabillion point check, but it doesn't necessarily mean that there's not something lurking around the corner. So no guarantees in life, but that's just one of those things that uh, got to read the fine print and find a good human. So shop around for the human that's going to sell you the vehicle, and whatever that vehicle may be. Um, and then usually if you get comfortable with somebody, then that's what you should do. Listen to your gut. And a lot of people don't. People get really funny with time and money. They're the two things people get twisted about. Listen to your gut. If you feel weird when somebody's talking to you about any kind of purchase, don't do it. Walk away. I got to think about it. See ya. You know, TV's on fire. Run away. Do whatever you have to do to get out of that situation. Don't be forced into something that you don't want to do and you're not comfortable with. Look for the good human because they're out there, fewer and farther between, but they're out there. If you liked what you heard today, check out eclecticcollectionpodcast.com or listen on your preferred platform. I'm Terry Tanaglia. Thanks for listening.